Praise the Lord. The Lord is good. As you have heard, today is the first Friday. The Friday for this year, the first service for the year. I want you to pray very quickly. You are going to tell God, Lord, help me to listen to your word with undistracted hearts. You need to commit your way unto the Lord right now. That Lord, help me to listen to your words right from now to the end of the year and beyond with undistracted hearts in the mighty name of Jesus. Pray to God that God in his mercy we help you to worship him also with undistracted heart that your mind will not wander away that every single word every pronunciation that you'll be able to grab what belongs to you tell to god that god i want you to help me my mind must not wander away in the mighty name of jesus i want you to talk to god lord reveal the wonders of your word the death of your word to me in the mighty name of Jesus. Every word that is going to be spoken on this altar, Father, reveal the depth of those words to me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Heavenly Father, we are going to your world. We pray, Almighty God, that you will help us to listen to your word. That every hopeless situation in our life, Lord, that you are going to answer us speedily in the mighty name of Jesus. You will turn everything around in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, bless your word today. Let the word that you are going to speak today be firmly established in every heart in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, almighty God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Sometimes uh, back, about two years back now, around the, that's 2019, uh, November, towards December, we started hearing so many rumors, something is happening somewhere, the scientists could not understand, everybody, they are thinking what is going on. Many people don't pay attention to it at, at that time, until we cross to year 2020. So, people begin to worry. I remember Pastor Leslie was staying here and said, don't think that the virus cannot come to you. All you have to do is to keep to the rules. So people begin to panic. So many things begin to happen. People's job begin to suffer. Businesses begin to suffer. Many people lost hope. Many people, they lost hope. They don't even know what to do. But here we are today. Here we are today that we are able to worship before God. That means the hope is back. The hopeless situation there has turned around. Here we are. The number of congregation have been increased. Very shortly, the number of the services to be held in this hall will also be increased by the authority. So, like I said, today is the first Friday for the month and the first service. And early in the morning on Saturday, 1st of uh, January, Pastor Abraham was exhorting us about hope. And at the end of the day, he declared that this year is the year of hope. Can you just tell your neighbor, this year is the year of hope? Yes. 
when you look at the happening around the world, I don't know the situation that you find yourself. I don't know the situation that your neighbor finds themselves. But believe me, so many people have lost hope. But this year, the declaration is that there is hope. I don't know the situation you are, but I want to assure you, whatever be the situation you are, that situation is never beyond hope. And that is the title of our message today. Never beyond hope. Never beyond hope. We are going to stay within the promise for this year and the promise for this month. When I was preparing this message, I never knew that's the promise that is going to be for this week. Uh, for the yeah, for the for the month and for the week. So why is the situation never beyond hope? Whatever situation you find yourself now because of the pandemic, why is it not beyond hope? Because our God is involved. Our God is involved. Why? He is the source of hope. The moment you put everything before God, the moment you lay everything before him, your situation will not go beyond hope. Everything will be hopeful in the mighty name of Jesus. So once again, turn with me to Romans 15, verse 13. Romans 15, verse 13. I'm reading from NLT. I pray that God, the source of hope, Say it to yourself, my God is source of my hope. I don't know if you rely on another, on another thing, but the God I serve is the source of my hope. I read on. Say, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust him. Then you will overflow with confidence, hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. God is God of hope. He fills you with joy, peace, with joy and peace. Because He's the source of hope, He will fill you with joy and peace. But there's a condition there. You have to trust Him. You have to leave all those situations in His hand. That is when you will enjoy that peaceful atmosphere, that joyful atmosphere. That is where you will have the rest of mind. Because you are serving a living God. You are serving a God that nothing beyond hope in him. You need to be hopeful. You must believe him. You know, we have the worldly hope. We have the heavenly or biblical hope. In the, in the, in the worldly hope, People place their mind, they place their hope in different things. Some place their hope in family. If I don't see this family member, I cannot do this. If I don't hear from this, I can't do that. Some put their hope in their career. Because I'm working with so-so-so because I'm in this and that. They put their hope in career. Some put their hope in health. Some on material things, all these things will disappoint you. The only hope that you can put yourself is God. 
Some people, they put their hope on their large bank account. Some fame. Some people want to be famous. That is their hope. So any hope that is not on Christ is futile. This is useless. And it's certainly going to disappoint us. So where are you putting your hope? We have to get God involved in every situation that we find ourselves. When you get God involved, that situation will not, be, will not go beyond hope. It will never be beyond hope. Our hope should be something that is based on biblical hope or heavenly hope. The hope that sits on the throne of God. The hope that you place before the God and God is listening to you. As Christian, we are being given hope because our God is the source of hope. But you have to trust him. You have to believe him. Almighty God is our hope. But the hope, like I said, is tied to faith. That hope, if you are hopeful, if you don't have faith, it may go beyond hope. The hope we talk about here times with faith. Turn with me to Ephesians 3. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Because most times, faith and hope can be interchanged. They can mean the same thing. In this Ephesians 3 20, I read, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. That is faith. If you believe this, that is faith. And also, that is hope. Because he's able to do immeasurably more than we ask. That means you are hopeful that God will do more than you have. That is hope. And when you say this also, that is faith. From the scripture we just read, you discover none of the word is here. Mention the word faith or hope. But brethren, that is hope. All you need to do is to believe. So when you define hope, you can simply say it's belief. And when you define hope, you can say it's faith. So I don't know, whatever situation you find yourself, it's never beyond hope. Provided you allow the God of hope, the God who is the source of hope, you allow him to work in your life. You allow him to, to, to give you the expected end. And you trust him. And when we say hope, it's what we wish for. What we wish for is our hope. And when you say that, it means you have assurance that yes, what I'm asking for, what I'm hopeful for, shall be fulfilled. And that is trust. Some people place their hope, like I said. There are so many things we are placing our hope. Sometimes we say, I hope for a perfect person to marry. I hope for a good job. 
I hope to live in a nice mansion and drive a nice car. When you critically digest the word hope, you will find out that hope without God is useless. Hope itself, by nature, is of two things. It talks about the future and the invisibility, what you cannot see. That is what the hope is talking about. It deals with things we cannot see or have not received, or both. So the worldly hope is without faith. It is improbability, it's by chance. That is what the worldly hope is. Because the people of the world hope in material things. People cannot trust anything. They cannot see or touch. That is the worldly hope. They can't trust it. But you are trusting God that you cannot see. You are trusting God that you believe is around you. And you put your hope on him. And that is the hope that God will hack into. So to the world, putting hope in what you cannot see to them is foolishness. When you, test, you are telling some people that, oh, I believe, I believe God will do this. You are exercising your faith. They will be thinking, what are you talking about? Because they cannot understand what you understood. They cannot see what you are seeing. So, unbelief, unbeliever, they put their hope on the worldly thing and they lost that hope. They put their hope in people. People have let them down. They put their hope in material things. They will never satisfy. Let us be hopeful. Let's be hopeful in God. He's the only one that can give us what we are expecting. Like I said, the word is thinking hope in Christ is foolishness. But to the believer, to you and me, we believe that what the promise for this month, promise for this week, has to do. What it has said, that is in the book of Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the plan I have for you, declare the Lord. Plan to prosper you and not harm you. Plan to give you hope and future. So what's Jeremiah saying here? He's telling us about the plans of God for us. The purpose of God for us. Most times we quote these uh, verses. This particular verse. We quote it to encourage ourselves because we believe that God will do what he declared to do. No matter be the current situation that you are passing through, your situation is never beyond hope. All you need to do is to table it before God and he's going to surprise you. He's going to lead you. He's going to guide you. He's going to pilot you that everything will, talk, will, will turn around. So God has the plans of restoring back what you have lost due to this pandemic. All you need to do is to trust him. He has that plan. That is what is assuring you that he's going to, he's declaring to you that his plan is to prosper you. So what are those things that you have lost? What are the hopeless situations in your life? Brethren, God has plans for you. Plan not to harm you, but to prosper you. Plan to give you hope. Plan to 
give you good future. Plan not to abandon you wherever you go. Plan not to abandon you whatever situation you are. Plans to listen to you. This year has been declared the year of hope. Brethren, if you are sleeping, shout hallelujah. Thank you. Because I could see some eyes being closed. Our hope is in God. And the situation that you are today is never beyond hope. There is hope in God when you put your hope in him. Speedily is going to answer you. Once again, according to the promise for the year, Romans 15, verse 13, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace. Thank you. God bless you. But you have to trust him. It's not when you step out of this place and it's as pumping from the right ear, it's pumping out from the left ear. No. The situation will not be so straightforward. So many conditions will arise. But you have to keep trusting him. Our hope as a Christian comes from God. It cannot be a man-made hope. If you rely on human beings, they will disappoint you. So, like I said earlier on, faith and God, faith and hope is a gift from God. They go hand in hand. Romans 8, 24 to 25. Romans 8. Faith and hope is a gift from God. I read Romans 8, 24 to 25. For it is this hope we are safe. But hope that is seen, but hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what he has already has? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. You don't need to rush. You have to wait for it patiently. Something that is already in your hand, you can't say you are still hopeful for it. No. You need to trust God that he's going to do it for you. You need to be patient. When sometimes by when the year was declared as year of prayer, Pastor Abraham was talking here that sometimes the answer to your prayer is silent. It might be silent, but you need to put your hope in God. Romans 12, 12. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. You have to rejoice that yes, your, your prayer has been answered. You have to be patient. The situation you are now, things might be going tough, tough, tough. But believe me, when the going get tough, the tops keep going. It will be disappearing. You are getting to the boundary and you will cross it over in Jesus' name. The worldly hope is certainly nothing but a lost hope. Let us put our hope in God. As believers, we already know God is the source of hope and is ready to touch us. He's ready to give us that expected hope in him. And his plan for us is to do us good. Godly hope is strong and confident. So you need to expect that, yes, God will fulfill 
that hopeful situation in your life in Jesus' name. So remember, your situation is never beyond hope. So godly hope will change who you are. Because you will always be happy. People will see the happiness in you. They will ask you, why are you so excited? Why? Because God is the source of hope and all your hope is on him. The situation that you are, never go beyond hope. Godly hope will change what you value. When you put your hope in God, it will change what you value. If you, uh, you, you can read this on your own because of our time, Matthew 6, 19 to 21, where it was talking about, do not store, your, store for yourself treasure on earth. We are mountain. All those things can destroy it. When you put your hope on God, you will, whatever you value, that will change it. Because you'll be value uh, heavily things. Godly hope change how we see things. When you put your hope in God, it will change how you view things, how you see it, how it appears to you, how you digest it, it will change it. Your situation is never beyond hope. You see, generally, hope connects us to the future. Generally, hope, because when you have hope, you'll be thinking of the future that, yes, is going to happen. Just like the memories connect us to the past. If you want to remember what happened in the past, your memory has to connect you. Likewise, hope connects you to the future. Provided you put that hope in God, your situation is never beyond hope. And how do you want this to happen? You need to have hope in Christ. You need to believe in Christ. So when you believe in Christ as your Lord and Savior, whatever you are doing, everything you are doing, will always be table before him. With that, you will realize that your present situation is never beyond hope. I don't know what you have lost. I don't know where, what you are passing through. But when you put your hope in God, your heart will always be with God. And without hope, you will never do anything. Without hope in God, success will not come. Even when it comes, it might be just for temporary. But the hope that comes from God, the prayer that God answers is permanent. And I believe that no matter be the situation you are passing through, that God Almighty will turn things around for you in the mighty name of Jesus. So no matter be the situation, brethren, there is hope. Lamentation 3, the book of Lamentation 3, 31 to 33. For no one is cast off by the Lord forever. Though he being grieved, he will show compassion. So great is his unfailing love, for he does not willingly bring affliction or grieve anyone. You see, sometimes because of what we have done, because of our sin, you are being reminded there that God will still not cast you away. He wants you back. Whatever sin you have committed, 
whatever you have done that make you to think that that hopeful situation will not come to pass. All you need to do is to ask forgiveness from God. It's going to turn things around. It's not going to cast you away. It's going to bring you closer to him. Put your faith, put your hope in Christ. Christ is our hope. There are some people without hope. And what is scripture saying about people without hope? Ephesians 2 verse 12. Ephesians 2 12. Remember that at that time, you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizens in Israel, Israel, and foreigners to the covenant of the promise, without hope and without God in the world. So those without hope are separated from Christ. They are separated from God. That means you have to bring yourself to God. Praise the Lord. Being without Christ and without God means that we are without hope. Because they hope in worldly things of which 99.9% .9 of it are disappointment. So, hope is given to us by God. First Peter chapter 1 First Peter chapter 1 uh, verse 4 Praise be to God and Father of our Lord Christ uh, Lord Jesus Christ In his grace mercy he has given us new birth into new living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. For you to be hopeful, you have to believe in resurrection of Jesus Christ. False hope is given to people by Satan. I read again. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us great birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead into, the, into an inheritance that can never perish. Spoil of faith. This, is, this inheritance is kept in heaven for you. That is the hope. Because you belong to Christ. Because you belong to God. God has given us a living hope. Who is Christ? So, like I said, false hope is given by Satan. So, the happening in the last two years, the situation you find yourself in the last two years never go beyond hope. So, what have you passed through? We have not seen this. This has not happened. It is never, it's something that we, we used to scare people away. That, oh, it has never happened before. Something more than that has happened. So your situation is not the worst situation. Put that hope in God because it is never beyond hope. So your situation is never beyond hope. Therefore, hope when things look impossible. You have to be hopeful when things look impossible. Look at Abraham and Sarah. They have faith in God in the book of Genesis. For 25 years after the promise, they always lost the 
hope. But God made it happen. So there is always hope when we keep trusting God. Even when things look impossible, like I said, when the children of Israel left Egypt, they got to the Red Sea. All the situation at that moment looked hopeless. But their situation was never beyond hope. What are the Red Sea that is in your path? What are the wall, the Jericho wall, that is between you and your sources? So, when things look impossible, please, brethren, put your hope in God because your situation is never beyond hope. Your case is never beyond hope. Therefore, let us hopeful when we have doubt. When you are doubting, you are not sure, you are in a dilemma, you are confused. You have to put your hope in God. Sarah was confused. Thomas was confused. But they were brought back. Thomas was brought back by Jesus Christ. So when the situation, look, when you have doubt, put your hope in God. Put your hope in Christ because that situation is never beyond hope. Your case is never beyond hope. Therefore, hope when we make terrible mistake. At times we go astray. When you make terrible mistake, still put your hope in God. Because that situation is still not beyond hope. God is going to redeem you back. For instance, Abraham lied in Egypt. If you read the book of Genesis 12, 13 to uh, Genesis 12, 10 to 13. Abraham had physical relationship with Hagar to have a child. Genesis 16, 1 to 4. Very popular story that we know. Jonah, he made mistake. He was to go to the east. He decided to go to the west. We all know the story. He made mistake. He found himself somewhere else. But he discovered that the situation he was was not beyond hope. He called upon God. When you find yourself in a terrible mistake, that situation is not beyond hope. Turn to God and he's going to answer you in Jesus' name. Your case is never beyond hope. Therefore, hope when you fail. Be hopeful when you fail. You cannot fire an arrow without drawing it back. That failure might be a narrow, like a narrow. You have to draw it back. It depends on how you draw the arrow back. If you draw it back very far, by the time you release it, it propels forward. But if you just draw it back a little bit, you can just drop at your front. That is why that failure that you are thinking is too greater than your age is just to propel you forward. But you have to put the hope in God. You have to trust God. You have to believe that God is the source of hope. Look at David. He committed adultery. He murdered. He killed. But still, he repented. So when you make terrible mistake, 
when when you when you fail, turn to God. That situation still not beyond hope. Praise the Lord. So your case is never beyond hope. Therefore, hope when we thought we lost everything. When you think you have lost everything, turn to God. Be hopeful in Him. He's going to surprise you. He's going to fulfill that your heart desire. Example of this is Joseph. Joseph was hated by his brothers. He was sold out to Egypt. But as God we have it, he found himself in Potiphar's house. He was enjoyed. Again, the situation became very terrible for him. He found himself in prison. But he never lost hope. So what is that situation you are, that you are thinking maybe there is no hope? That situation is never beyond hope. That is why this year has been declared the year of hope. You need to believe that yes, that hope, God can do it. That hope, the God, the living God you serve, is the source of that hope. So, brethren, when you lose everything, put hope in God. Your case, uh, before then, uh, Job is another example. He lost everything, but his case was never beyond hope. And God surprised him. So, what are we talking about here? You have not seen what Job has seen. The pandemic might have affected your business. Believe me, the gold will not shine unless it passes through fire. That might be your own fire that you are passing through. But provided you believe that God is the source of hope and you put your hope on him. Praise the Lord. Your case is not beyond hope. Therefore, Hope when you are in a storm of life. When you are in a storm of life. A sample of this in the scripture is when the Jesus Christ was traveling with the disciples. The storm was raging. They lost hope. But Jesus Christ came to their rescue. Think about that story. So when you are in the storm, it may not be the kind of storm that you witness when it's about to rain. It may be a storm within your mind, within your heart. It may be something troubling you. Just remember that story. That Jesus rebuked the storm. You rebook it in your heart. Enough is enough. Stop. That situation is never beyond hope. Lastly, your case never beyond hope. Therefore, hope when we walk through the valley of shadow of death. There are situations where you, you, you just find yourself surrounded with so many trial periods. So many evil things will be happening left and right. This is, you are walking through the valley of shadow of death. And what does the scripture say? I shall fear no evil. Why? Because the God is with you. All you have to believe is that you are not alone. You are not alone. So when you walk through the valley of shadow of death, that is not beyond hope. 
it is never beyond hope because you are not alone. Psalm 23 verse 4. The Lord is with us when we go through the valley of shadow of death. Sometimes discouragement might be the valley of shadow of death that you are. You might be surrounded with food that discourage you. It might be sickness. Somebody might get sick. You may not be the one directly. You might be thinking that is all. That is the end. But that situation, those situation is never beyond hope. God's hope, because God, let me just see how to put this. It's like an insurance. We so much rely on insurance when an accident happens. That, okay, insurance is going to take care of it. Believe me, God's hope insurance, God's hope insurance is 24-7. It's every second. All you need to do is to believe in him. If you walk through the shadow of shadow, uh, through the valley of shadow of death, because the God insurance is with you, that assurance that has been declared for this year, this year is the year of hope, is with you. If you pass through the storm, if we not overcome you, all you need to do is to hope in God. Are you this? Place for me, Isaiah 39, verse 31. On that, I will close. 40, 31. Sorry. For those who wait on the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up wings like eagle. They shall run and never weary. They shall walk and not faint. May God bless his word.